0: You're listening to Men With
1: Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and live a spirited life. G'day and welcome to episode 45 of Men With Spirit at Radio Karam. And given that this is Men's Health Week... Our theme for this show is Men and Loneliness. If you're new to the show, our aim is to explore topics, ideas and knowledge to help you become more authentically connected with yourself and others. And integral to this is to live your life according to your values. The show is an extension of the work we do with our Men with Spirit a weekly men's groups. My name is Peter Anthony, and I'm here with my co-host, Steve Angel, and shortly we'll introduce our guest who's joining us in discussing this important topic of men and loneliness. And Steve, it's perhaps appropriate that this Men's Health Week, and I'm not too healthy. I'm
0: recovering (laughs) from... (laughs) <laughs> we, we we had too too much of a fun time the other night. How are you anyway, Stu? We did have a great night. Um, I'm I'm doing really well. I'm feeling great. Um, I'm feeling better than you. So you stay over that side of the yes, table yes, if yes, you can. Yes. Um, but we did, we went out to see um, Aaron Burreton play jazz piano on Friday at Mr. Paul's. Yes, yeah.
1: and uh, regular listeners may recall that Aaron was our guest on episode three, a long time ago now. And uh, Also my
0: piano teacher. Yes, that's yes. right.
1: And uh, it was a great night, but I, I woke up the following morning with a head cold and, um, and I was coughing the other night and I've... You when you cough so much and your, your ribs really hurt and everything? So mm-hmm. we were discussing it before and we thought um, uh, I'll leave most of the talking with uh, with you guys today. Uh, I'm sure I, we still won't be able to stop you. I'm going to resist <laughs> the, uh, coughing and all that type of thing. But, yes. um, yeah, yeah, other than uh, – all that. What well, we I,
0: had a long weekend.
1: Yeah, it was a long How weekend. Did you that? was good fun. I
0: saw you went off walking. Went to Bushrangers Bay.
1: The, the internet knows everything, doesn't it? Does.
0: it? <laughs> but Bushrangers Bay, it's just absolutely beautiful, isn't it? It's gorgeous. everyone hasn't been there, it's down in Cape Shank. Uh, it's a gorgeous walk. It's beautiful. And uh, I think, well, I didn't spot them, but my wife did. She spotted a, a whale out there in the bay. Um and it was gorgeous, um, really difficult to see, but you could tell that there, was, there was something there. And uh, we had a gorgeous day, no clouds in the sky, blue sky. It was just, I don't know, makes you just feel really grateful. And connected. I mm. think that uh, whole, and
1: obviously with this topic, we're, getting, we're talking about connection. And I think that idea of being connected to nature and mm. just um, um, immersing yourself in that uh, is just a beautiful experience. Good. Well. Um, okay. Well. Why don't? Um, yeah. Why don't, the, uh, about, why don't we
0: talk about? Why do we talk about our our um, our topic and actually introduce our special guest? <laughs> um, let's, let's start with just saying that forty three percent of Australian men feel lonely, Peter. Um, okay. And lonely, I, I was just amazed when I heard that yeah? statistic. Yeah. And it's become a critical health issue, and it appears to be getting worse. In fact, according to the Healthy Mate male website, in which we have been alerted about this year's. Um, Men's Health Week topic Males living alone Especially those raising children Are one of the loneliest people In our country And in fact Men who are lonely Are 8.5 times more likely To have poor mental health 3.9 times more likely To have high stress 1.7 times more likely To have poor physical health And 1.5 times more likely To have high work life imbalance I mean The stats Mm. are pretty high Mm. And so this week for Men's Health Week, uh, the focus is on th- the rising epidemic of loneliness. And we've asked our guest, who is a returning guest, mm-hmm. to come back to the show to share her knowledge, her experience and her wisdom with us. Please welcome to the show, uh, Margaret Loeffler, clinical psychologist. Hello, Maggie. Welcome back. <laughs> how are
2: you, Steve? Hi, Peter. Great. Good to be back. Great, great to have I you, think.
1: By popular By popular demand. <laughs>
2: Who was that, you and your
1: dog? <laughs> don't be so don't be so modest.
0: No, no. Yeah. Anyway.
2: So, Maggie. It's good to be here. Thanks for asking me. Oh,
0: back. no, no. We're, we're, we're thrilled. I mean, um, this has become, you know, we, we spoke about um, the work that you do, especially with Open Arms, which is, mm. um, you know, a uh, counselling service for, you know, uh, vets um, and their families. Tell me. In your experience, have you seen loneliness as mm. a, a, a an issue that many of them are dealing
2: with? Yeah, yeah. Well, in more recent times, loneliness seems to be a more of a an issue, and men. Well, I'm, I see a lot of men over seventy, and they come in and they just want to talk. We don't. They don't know what they they're there for. I ask them what they've come for. And they're not sure exactly, but teasing out. But essentially, I believe a lot of them are lonely. Sometimes they're in partnerships too and um, married or uh, have relationships. But the partners don't want to listen to them or maybe they're not, the the men aren't talking to them. Mm -hmm. But... I just want to give you a little bit of statistics that I discovered during my research of of this, which has been really um, quite illuminating. Uh, Loneliness is experienced by more than one quarter of Australians and most people will experience loneliness sometime in his or her life. But it went on to say it's a silent killer. Lonely people have a 26% increase rate of death So that sort of blew me away when I read that. Mm. And it also went on to say it was equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. This is the impact of being lonely Mm. or having six alcoholic drinks per day. So that was um, a bit confronting when I did read that. Loneliness can also lead to obesity, psychological ageing, cancer, poor hearing and overall poor health and well-being. But I'm also seeing a lot of young men come into mm-hmm. counselling as well, mm-hmm. men under the age of 45. And research, the research that I've done, has suggested they're, they're actually lonelier than the men who are aging. So that was quite interesting to read that as well. Yes, I saw some
0: of those stats as well. That surprised me as well, that that age bracket of like under 35 Mm. actually was quite significant in terms of their feeling of loneliness. It said here, particularly uh, men between 18 and 34 and middle-aged men between 35 and 49, Um, men who live alone, dealing with high stress. Are those with chronic disease. What is what is actually driving this loneliness or this feeling of loneliness and why does loneliness cause us to have such significant physical issues?
2: Well, essentially we're we're social creatures. Mm. And for us to survive or thrive, we need to be in safe social surroundings to survive or thrive. And satisfying social relationships are essential for emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Mm-hmm. So it's as, it's essential as, say, bread and water, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you come into this world, you've got to be nurtured uh, in order to thro- thrive and feel safe. And I'm going to talk about that later because that could also impact on what's happening with people in relationships if they haven't had some nurturing experience or um, we call attachment theory Mm -hmm. psychologists use that quite a bit and that's that's quite a big area to discover more about the individual but um, if there's not that there you could feel lonely in yourself thinking that your partner or others don't like you or they don't really want to be with me they want to leave me out in the cold i'm insecure i'm going to be abandoned or rejected all that so impaired social relationships can lead to loneliness and it's often about ourselves because we all want to be accepted Mm -hmm. we all want to be approved of, and we all want to be included but um i think sometimes people don't aren't able to ask for what they need or or reach out. They just don't have those skills. And that's something we could talk about later.
1: Has, has this whole problem with um, loneliness sort of um, accelerated since we had all those lockdowns and, and there was that yes. disconnection and um, isolation, um, which obviously is going to result in uh, increased loneliness, I would have thought. Um, so have, have things got worse over the last few yes. years since we've had all that uh, uh, draconian Definitely. measures put in place? Yeah,
2: definitely it's in fact one of the statistics i read 54% of people report feeling lonelier since covid-19 mm. in 50, fact, I,
1: sorry 54% yes. of people re- report feeling more lonely yeah.
2: since since, their, right. yeah, mm. since uh, uh, the covid-19 mm. pandemic mm. so that's quite significant i don't know what the statistics statistics would have been before that time but mm-hmm. I'm, I would say, would not have been that high. Mm. Um, I'm having... I work worked down on the Mornington Peninsula, which is a... They call it God's waiting room. But it's, a, <laughs> it's an area that has a big population of the ageing population. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. Um, go down there to retire or have a better lifestyle. But uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, like... Aged care, not aged mm. care facilities, but um, lifestyle mm. homes for older people. But I saw someone recently who she wasn't able to connect to others any longer since lockdown. In fact, she said, I'm having trouble putting words together. And I said, what's changed in your lifestyle? Well, she hasn't been connecting to her friends. She's a widow, lives alone anyway so that was part of her reason for her lack of confidence is not connecting to her her mates so she's given up her bowls she'd given up some of her card playing because not only fear of she just got lack of, lacking of confidence in going back out there to meet with her mates and connections so I'm seeing quite a bit of that. Mm-hmm. People just lost their way um, somewhere along the way, just not just losing their confidence in, in getting back out there. Mm-hmm. So that's a shame. Um, I did read, interestingly enough, that with the digital connectedness, we're more digitally connected to each other than ever before. But in these times, more digitally connected... Um, with social media and digital connectedness, it seems more almost inconceivable that loneliness could become a health crisis affecting one in four Australians. Don't you find that extraordinary?
1: Is, isn't it the opposite though? Because I- if you're connected digitally, um, you like one of the things we certainly believe is the idea of sharing energy. So it's that con- uh, physical connectedness, mm. and, and by mm. um, by if you like outsourcing your connection to the to the digital world, if you like, we're actually losing that um, that intimacy of yeah. uh, face-to-face um, yes. uh, sharing of energy and, yes. and that sort of thing. And I think um, in, in some respects it doesn't surprise me that we've, we're feeling less connected because of this, um, this uh, thing that's been put between us, this digital world that makes it difficult
0: to share our energy and, mm-hmm. and be more intimate. Well, Mm. I think it comes back to something you also said before, Maggie, about the nurturing. I don't think you can get nurtured when you're on digital. You don't feel Mm. somebody's energy. You don't Mm. feel the touch of someone Mm. else. Even those little moments, you know, those little conversations you can have, you know, with your barista or your – it might only be like a couple of minutes. You're just waiting for your coffee. But there's a a feeling, Mm. there's an exchange happening and you walk away feeling – different don't you Connected. Absolutely, yeah. it's not just like hitting a like button or something yeah. and th- you might get a as they say you know unfortunately there's a lot of um, manipulation of your dopamine levels on digital mm. because they're trying to get likes and mm. and that makes you feel good but they're quite false aren't they let's talk about i'd be interested just to understand um this is how Loneliness has been defined. I'd really like to get your thoughts on this. Um, loneliness is a feeling of sadness or distress you get when your relationships with others aren't meeting your need for personal connection. What What do you think of that definition, Maggie? Does that resonate with you or do you think it's deeper than that?
2: Could you just repeat that, sure.
0: Steve? A feeling of sadness or distress you get when your – when your relationships with others aren't meeting your need for personal connection.
2: Yes. I think that's a pretty good description. Not meeting your needs. Other people are not meeting your needs. Mm. I think that this is my personal opinion. If you're not meeting your own needs, you've got to be your own best friend. And and as you guys Mm. say, you've got your guides, so therefore you feel connected. Your Mm -hmm. guides and you are one. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, that could be a way of feeling connected or mm-hmm. connected to yourself. The good thing is as you get older, you do have that. It, it become, it's, a, it's a bit of a given. But I think people are th- believing to feel connected. It's got to come from the outside source. Mm. And most of us, that's where it stems from, the outside, because – it's got to have start from outside coming in. But I've got something similar. Connectedness is being or feeling socially, emotionally, spiritually or professionally linked to others um, who have something similar in, in a connection um, or the strength of such relationships. There's some sharing a story, sharing a bit of yourself and feeling connected That's very powerful. Um, But as I said, I'm seeing a lot more men. In fact, I'm seeing now the ratio of one male to one female, whereas once before it was three women or three females to one male. But now it's half and half. Mm. But getting back to your uh, point, I think that it's – Definitions of connectedness, or could be varied. That's mm-hmm. that's one, but um, yeah, I think it's an individual thing, very subjective.
0: What do you think, Peter? I think um,
1: well, you alluded to this idea of um, uh, a spiritual connection and guide. Certainly, we believe in the idea of um, uh, that we all have a guide and. Um, And if you've got a strong connection, for me personally, I find when my source of connection and a sense of love comes from that connection with with my guides. Um, So I think when we talk later on about uh, what you can do to overcome a sense of loneliness, I I would think that's one of the things that would certainly rank highly because uh, we often refer to the Wisdom of Crazy Horse, uh, the blog site that we uh, make mention of, this idea that we're never all alone because mm-hmm. of that that uh, access to our guides.
0: Well, I accept that and, and I agree with it, obviously, because, you know, I share a similar belief with you. However, th- there are certainly times when, I mean, even you would f- feel a sense of just loneliness where mm. you feel, even with your connection to, mm. you know, um, your guide and if you have a, a, a belief or a faith of any sort of a higher power, mm. there is a comfort in knowing that. However, in your day to day, there can be periods of where you can feel lonely. Mm. And if that loneliness extends beyond, you know, just maybe a few days, it's, it's a real issue. And it's very difficult to get yourself out of that sense of loneliness, isn't mm. it? It's, it's a feeling that you become more and more disconnected from the world and, and withdrawn within yourself. I mean, I mean. Um,
1: you can't no, no, to that abs- yeah. absolutely, but uh, it's destroying also a distinction between being alone and being lonely, mm. and they're different. And there's a there's a quote from Crazy Horse. Can I share this because I think yeah. it's, it's quite relevant to what you just discussed? Crazy Horse says, "Aloneness is a time to reflect, ponder, and reevaluate your life. If you do not use your alone time to do this, you will become lonely. If you do." use your alone time to do this, the feeling of being lonely will emerge within you as a signal that it is time for the new you to re-engage with the world.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But it's, from a clinical psychologist's perspective, it's a human condition to not always feel connected to others, Mm. occasionally to feel alone or to feel lonely but it, it should pass or it, it needs to pass if you, you're reaching out. But that's the time to explore and be curious about what, what it is that is missing within yourself. Mm. So if you could do that, like a meditation or a, a walk on the beach or park or something like that, find out what it is. Sometimes it is a lack of connection to nature mm-hmm. or to the beach or something like that.
0: I think that's interesting because I think it's that re-evaluation period, that time of when you're supposed to be self-reflecting. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how good we are at that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I put my hand out personally. Yeah. Sometimes I don't think I'm very good at the reflecting. And I think it's quite easy then to look at the circumstances that maybe have caused you to feel lonely and then live within the sadness of that experience you You are and you're thinking well yeah yeah, you know what i mean Mm. and when we think about some of the reasons why people do feel lonely i mean very common reasons are like you said you know maybe your partner's passed and you're a widow now you know Mm. there's loss and grief that's causing you to feel lonely there's maybe a divorce a separation Maybe poor health stops yeah. you from leaving the house. Yeah. Maybe your children have left. Or, or, mm. you, or you could be in a relationship, as
1: you alluded to earlier on, mm. Maggie, that the you're in a relationship but for some reason your partner um, isn't interested in hearing about how your day's gone. They're not really connecting with you. So even though you're in a relationship and it may look, on the outside to be um, uh, perfectly okay the reality is you feel lonely in that relationship it's a really horrible feeling yeah. yes yeah. it is and in fact I've, I've had that yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. and it, it, it is quite common to feel that loneliness and it and it's genuine too but it's often if you go deeper and a self-aware person man or woman would understand or find out more about your childhood upbringing with Mm -hmm. your caregiver or parent, what sort of um, parenting you had in the first five or seven years, whatever it is, uh, and and discover, you know, some wounds or Mm -hmm. um, trauma that has gone on from your childhood. You could have been lost in a shopping centre for a few hours, but for some reason you hang on to that. And so you, in your childlike mind, uh, you would take it that mum or the caregiver or dad left left you mm-hmm. purposely. They, they left me here and I'm uh, all alone. And so as you get older, going into relationships can trigger sometimes those abandonment, rejection, mm-hmm. left out in the cold feelings. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's a lot of it too. If you if you be do a lot more self awareness, uh, you you can discover more about why relationships bring out the best and the worst in us, and we discover more about ourselves. So in relationships. a, a
1: counsellor or a psych like yourself yeah. would delve back into your yes. uh, early childhood yeah, and history to find out.
2: Very, very important.
3: Yeah. And it's yeah.
2: illuminating for the individual or couple mm-hmm. that come in and, you know, it sort of triggers something and they, you could see the light bulb go on or virtually. Mm. Um, could I just include here before I forget, the socialisation of men and women too were very different or the – little boys versus little girls Mm -hmm. you know yeah well little boys when they play together you watch uh, some little boys say two or three in a sandpit playing with their trucks they're playing alongside of each other aren't they they're not playing with each other well very rarely do they connect face to face or verbally communicate whereas girls little girls they connect face-to-face and they're talking, they're interacting. So boys are very, very different. They don't have to say anything, but they just want to be together. Is that, that making that, sense? That's
1: inter- if you take that uh, that observation, Maggie, uh, into men of, of um, older years, in the later years, the the men sheds movement, that is yes. about men yes. coming together in a shed yes. with tools and mucking around and... and uh, you know, they're all working on their projects, but they're there together and they might have a bit of a chat while they're doing stuff and all the rest of it. But it's it, uh, it it's a continuation of that paradigm you talked mm. about with the young boys in the sandpit, mm. that uh, they'll be talking next door to each other or something like that. But they that. need to be doing something else. Yes. <laughs> yes. so there's, that's the reason they're there. They're not there yeah. for sort of therapy or group work or whatever it is. So yeah. it's, it's an interesting one, that one.
2: And it's called Men... Uh, get together shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. whereas women is face to face. So, see, there is that difference in the socialisation and, uh, well… Is that… Um, the conditioning, more or less.
1: Uh, is that a good thing or is that just an observation it's, it's that's just, the way it is or what?
2: Just the way it is, but I is think… Is there any
1: reason why men can't be more face to face than yes, boys face to face?
2: they can be, but… It's been, it's gone on for a long time. So we're learning more and more about relationships and what makes them work, what doesn't make them work, you know. So we're, it's an exciting time. But, uh, you know, th- there's lots of good information about the socialisation of, of men and women, which sort of comes back to why relationships work or don't work.
1: If if one was to um, embrace a a different form of uh, upbringing or raising children, um, presumably one could um, – you wouldn't have this uh, quite distinct socialisation. We've had um, other um, guests on, including – I think Pearl and Ian Rodgers have talked about this idea of uh, parenting spiritually in a different way yeah. and that if we were able to do that then, um, you know, things could change quite dramatically. But, but it is a shame that little boys are brought up differently and to do things um, differently to little girls, you know.
2: I don't know how it happens but something I just thought of, um, well – I think there's more research is telling us a whole lot more. But I think other cultures, like there's collectivism and individualism. Have you Mm -hmm. heard of those terms? Yes. Okay. Do you want to explain? Yes. Collectivism is, say, an Asian country where families sort of live under the one roof or Mm -hmm. live in a a tribal or they're very closely connected, you Mm -hmm. know, like Mm -hmm. the grand... Parents mm-hmm. may look after mm-hmm. the babies. And so... Within
0: the same household. Yes. Yes.
2: Their collectivism. So they're... To me, they're healthier. Mm. You know, that all the the family or the clan are all together. The tribe is all together. Whereas our culture, which is American, Australia, UK, mm. UK, and some European, we're individualism. I'm Margaret Loffler. And I belong to the Loeffler family but but I still identify just with Margaret Loeffler. but someone from a collective uh, collectivism would identify themselves as a family or a unit mm-hmm. or a tribe or a, um, something else similar mm. but that's very important I think
0: do you think that's had an impact on the, I the, do. the I do. On loneliness? Yes,
2: absolutely. Because look at – you see European men sitting around having coffee. Do you Mm. notice that? Mm -hmm. I know one man who's been doing it for 20 years. Before he goes to work, he meets with his Greek mates and that's his connection. Mm -hmm. Mind you, he doesn't have much to do with his partner. (laughs) <laughs> but he has more to do with these men are his tribe, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. see. So that's what he's been brought up with. That's mm-hmm. a collectivism.
1: So if there was a stronger sense of of the collective, of, of um, family, it, it would it would counteract this feeling of loneliness because yes, you, you yeah. do identify with other people. There is Absolutely. that strength of support and yeah. connectedness. Yeah,
0: so we perhaps need to move more towards that sort of model.
2: I think so. Maggie,
0: when I was doing a bit of research in this, um, I discovered that in in, in 2018 the UK government actually announced a Ministry for Loneliness. Research, this is prior to the pandemic, um, that loneliness was already considered a huge problem within society and there's now calls for this to happen all around the world. That's pretty considerable. It's it's a considerable thing to – and and, and quite a, a. Remarkable thing to be, you know, establishing within a government mm. um, platform to have a ministry to deal with loneliness. Yes. And they've done the same I th- thing, I gather, in Japan, and, it, and it's yeah. been the possibility that yeah, you know, raised here as well. Yes, yes. yes. But
1: it is. It, Quite
0: amazing. It's quite amazing that we've come to this. So our desire to be, like you said, individuals to have to be very self-focused, to be very much my own identity, all of that, whilst it provides some benefits, one of the consequences of it is that you can start to become isolated.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think there's a lot of validity in that, but look, everyone wants to feel connected, mm. but. Feeling connected to yourself and then reaching out, be take some risks because we all want we all want to feel connected. Yes. Um, but people are fearing rejection. we We strongly think that other people should come to us, whereas we've got to reach out and take the focus off ourselves, get to know other people, mm-hmm. hear their story. How are you? And not just fob it off. How are you? I went out with a, a bloke the other night, I shouldn't say this, but I asked him how he was and... <laughs> Don't use any names. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, 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 you know, filled me in on how he's been and all the rest of it. But he didn't ask me how I was. And I thought that was mm. a bit sad. Yeah. You know, I thought, well, that's what's happening. Mm. In, in, but he must admit, he's a, a single man who's lived alone for a long time. And a man who's in ageing. So, once again, maybe the socialisation that he hasn't been, you know, embraced in including or getting to know someone else, you know. So, anyway, it was just an observation.
1: And I think uh, there's a, another quote, I can't, not in front of me at the moment, but uh, from Crazy Horse, who, who makes the point that um, one of the um, signs of. Um, uh, or a hallmark of someone who's lonely is they they lack compassion. Yes. And I think that's a good example. Mm. Of if you're truly compassionate, of yeah. course you'll share yourself, yeah. but you, you're genuinely interest, interested in, yes. in other people and how they're going and you yeah. empathise yeah, with them sure. and so on. Look, we're um, uh, moving up to when we would typically have a bit of music and, and Maggie, you've come up with uh, a couple of excellent songs and um, – uh, would you like to explain why you've chosen "I Dreamed a Dream" by Susan Boyle as your first selection? As a bit of an insight into you.
2: <laughs> well, it is a bit of an insight into me, I think, because um, I actually watched Susan Boyle. She came on to Britain You've Got Talent, or is it UK oh, You've Got uh, Talent? Yeah. Not sure. It was two thousand and nine, and when she came on stage. She looked like a, a frumpy woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably you I identify, identify with. And they asked her what she was wanting and she said that she wants to be famous, singer. And people in the audience were rolling their eyes. Uh, and even uh, on the panel, they were uh, thinking, you know, she's just, a, just an ordinary soul. But she, she had a bit of colour about her and a bit of spunk. But soon as the music yeah. come on and she started to sing, she had the voice of an angel yeah. and it just blew me away. And at the end of the song, I Was In Tears, really moved by her authenticness, her yeah. realness and a, a childlike status. So this is why. It always inspires me hearing this.
1: Sense of hope. Yeah, Excellent. Thank you, Maggie. We'll play it now.
3: Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening
0: to the ABC, I listen to Radio Carom. Tune in and enjoy. Hey, and welcome back. You're listening to Men with Spirit on Radio Carom with me, Steve Angel, and my co-host, Peter Anthony. And today, our guest is clinical psychologist, Margaret Lofler, and we are discussing men and loneliness as part of the uh, Men's Health Week this week. Um... Margaret let's just let's go back to our conversation um we, we've identified what loneliness is and I think in some there are many fa- factors that can lead to having someone feel sense of a lonely a loneliness and um and what that can mean and we, we refer to some stats about the silent killer that this um condition is let's just Maybe just sort of shift gears a little bit and let's talk about how can people overcome this. Now, one of the things we did talk about was speaking to someone like a counsellor or a psychologist, mm, yeah. uh, really uncover maybe the trauma that might be have caused in childhood. But what other things could you suggest and have you suggested?
2: Mm. Look, I, I want um, to emphasise too that uh, because our, our topic is um, loneliness and, and men, men's friendships is different to females, you know, that it doesn't have to be deep and meaningful like sometimes us girls get into to have health benefits. Um, Once again, men just being together, for example, going to a football match is, is still connection. And as I said before, it's shoulder to shoulder, whereas females is face to face. But a group of doctors that I work with, they get together every so often and they sing. They mm. take a nice bottle of red, I understand, that <laughs> lubricates the voice buds, but you know to them that's important, that's a connection, because uh, you know it's a bit like there's more men's group of book clubs now, yeah, which is a great idea. you mentioned Peter Menshed, mm-hmm. and any sort of activity that involves an interest that you've got, you know dancing. Mm-hmm. A theatre group, and it doesn't. You don't have to be on stage. You could be behind the scenes. Um, just finding out more about yourself and what interests you, but you do have to reach out.
1: Yeah, and that's where the um, uh, the I suppose the genesis behind the Men with Spirit groups that uh, yes. Steve and I run is is about getting men together and having the opportunity to open up and, and be vulnerable and express how yeah. you're going and that sort of thing and it's a way of connecting uh, so there are, there's and there are a lot of different men's groups of, of men's activities that are opening up uh, it's quite amazing um, you know choirs and, and
0: all sorts of things
2: mm. yeah i agree
0: so what do you think stops most people from wanting to reach out
2: personally and from a um, professional perspective i think it's fear of rejection fear of not being included or liked or you know they won't like me i think that's a, a fairly common theme with individuals but we don't talk about it you know we got get off the impression i'm okay when deep down we all want we all want to be approved of respected and valued but as we've mentioned before we've got a do that ourselves. And as we said before, that single men who um, are raising their own children, they're one of the loneliest mm. um, First Nation people, those who identify with LGBTQIA and migrants, they experience a high, a higher level of loneliness compared to the national averages. But it's just ways of finding, finding out what, starting with small talk, and as you said, it could be at the barista, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, how's your day? Asking questions. Listening is always a very good skill. Mm-hmm. And discovering more about other people, taking the focus off yourself, I find, mm-hmm. is one of the most valuable things for me. Mm. No, it's not all about me. You know, the world doesn't centre around me. And, it is, uh, and when you give out love, guess what you get back? But love. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah.
1: And, and the thing is, you have to take action. You can't just sit back there and say, woe, woe is me, I'm lonely. Um, y- you can take action to actually engage with people. Yeah, and It's all very well to have the government to have the Ministry of Loneliness or yeah. whatever, but yeah. it's up to individuals to take action. Yes. That's going to require you taking some risk. Yeah, yes, and absolutely. potentially face rejection. So you, mm-hmm. as you
0: say, you need to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Do you get, I think that's just the, the theory of life though, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? You mm-hmm. you need to take risks in mm-hmm. order for you to grow. And, and I know that in the men's groups, you know, I've spoken to several men who, who you know, when they reflect back on their very first um, meeting that they've joined us for, they have a high level of anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and fear that one that, they don't fit, that, you know, if they speak, people will laugh at them, you know, that they will will be rejected in some capacity um, and that or especially, they don't feel safe. Mm. Yes. And they don't feel safe mm. in a group mm. um, and that I think that's really interesting but they learn very quickly that all of those fears can be... And preconceptions. Yeah. That's right. And it gets... You know, uh, it gets diminished very quickly once you realise that that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: it may happen. It may. It may happen, but the other person is fearing that too. Mm. You're not alone. Yeah. And it is about, you know, taking some risk, but that's what we're here on this planet Earth for, to grow. That's right. Grow and, up. And that's
1: where sort of our group in particular, we have some very um, strict sort of guidelines about non-judgment and... and overcoming all of those um, concerns that the men who are new coming in, they soon realise that we operate differently and, and they're mm. not being judged. They are being mm. supported. They can be vulnerable. Yep. And that's very important from our point of view. Um, what other things, Maggie? Sorry. Was, was is I it, saying volunteering is, hmm? is potentially, yeah. you know, picking up yep. on this idea of concern for others. Is that something else that yes. people could could do mm. that absolutely will help them
2: connect? Yeah, I think that's a great... especially with the aging population volunteering in something that has meaning i know one one of my clients or patients he does lollipop um
0: school crossing yes Yes. and he
2: loves it and you know all day he sort of just waits for that hour in the morning an hour at night or afternoon to talk to those kids and their Mm. parents he said that makes his day Mm. so that's a lovely thing i think um Being honest is one of the hardest things for people to do. Mm -hmm. You know, making yourself vulnerable and and being vulnerable with someone and taking a risk. And you might get rejected, but if you do nothing, nothing changes.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mentioned also about going outside with nature because we talked about the Bush Range at Bush Rangers Mm. Bay. How important is connecting with nature?
2: Oh, look. We're discovering more and more how important it is to to connect with nature and even hugging a tree, you know, l- really looking at a flower. We're just discovering more and more about that. And in times of financial stresses and um, constraints, I think if people do go out into nature, just looking at... Um, out in the ground just here, beautiful green ground out here, and and people walking with their dog. Mm. You know, to me that's that would be the highlight of my day, mm-hmm. just walking out in the dog. I think that's vitally important, connecting back to nature, just simple things, getting back to basics. Would you agree with that?
0: Mm. Does that also lead to maybe even having a pet?
2: Yes, I've got a cat. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have you got a pe- Peter? Uh,
0: not currently. I
1: look after a dog quite frequently and I get a lot of joy out of that. But yeah. I think the idea of having a pet is um, yeah. is yeah. really uh, yeah. really worthwhile.
2: I have a cat named Mary mm. and she's the light of my life. And not long ago after coming out of hospital they said, have you got anyone to stay with tonight? And I said, yes, Mary's home. They said, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it.
0: Um, you also mentioned too sort of learning something new, taking up a new hobby. Hmm. I mean, that just exposes you to a whole new group of people, yeah, doesn't it? it and does. a shared common, yeah. Yeah. commonality there with what you're learning. I mean, there are many, there are many ways of doing this. I mean, if, you, if you're someone who's lonely, what would you suggest that they do first? And if you know someone who's lonely, how do you help them? So it's two, two questions.
2: You could, yeah, all right. If, if The first one, if you know someone's lonely, okay, you could give them a call. How are you? And do you want to meet for coffee? Do you want to go for a walk? Mm-hmm. Something like that, something simple. Tell me more about your day. What do you do? Inquire about their well-being. What interests them? Things like that. Um, but taking a risk in doing that. People may close off but don't close the door entirely if they don't respond you know the first time give it another go Mm -hmm. um i find that people even in relationships like i'm a single woman but even in relationships are still very lonely can be very lonely have you noticed that yourself well of Mm -hmm. course Mm -hmm. and sometimes even lonelier Mm -hmm. but some ways some ways to come back to connectedness um, especially if you do have a partner, is to really be honest about your feelings and um, don't expect everything from your partner. You what? know, the, the people think because I'm in a relationship or a marriage, they've got to fulfill, I'm, I'm, I've got it all. You know, mm-hmm. that's a golden ring of connectedness. But relationships are hard work and you mm. have to do a whole lot more. And I think um, that's the starting point by giving or saying exactly what's going on for yourself but also, as I mentioned before, being curious about why you're lonely in yourself. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you, you perceive, it's in your head, that you, your partner's doing something that is really not the case but because of our own insecurities and wound in childhood that we perceive that others are acting in a way that's trying to keep us out in the cold, which Mm -hmm. is not actually the case.
1: I was going to say, um, at what stage does loneliness become a problem such that it's um, appropriate or you'd get benefit from seeking some sort of professional help uh, as a counsellor or a psychologist?
2: Mm. I think connecting or asking your doctor, first of all, um, about if there's counselling or uh, psychology uh, psychologists that they could recommend just to talk about it or a trusted friend or relative doesn't have to be a professional but somebody who you feel safe with safety is a very important thing and you know just just open up but look it's easier said than done mm-hmm. takes a long time to do that especially if you're a person who's not been used to doing that and people in my age group aren't used to opening up about their feelings and making themselves vulnerable they feel unsafe but if you do take a risk and and listen more that could be helpful I don't know whether that answered your question. Sorry. Yeah, it's interesting
0: just just a reflection on what you said about relationships and how they sort of really do expose who we are more, um, Mm. as challenging as they can be. So what I'm taking away from that is we always need to be looking at how we grow as a person because a relationship can't be everything to us. No. Right. So then if that relationship ends or, you know, your partner passes and and then you find yourself without a relationship, knowing who you are and having that self-belief in yourself and more curiosity about who you are would probably help stave off those feelings of loneliness because you're not seeking so much external validation as to who, who you are. So this, this need, we always talk about it on this show, this, this constant need to keep growing and being curious about mm. yourself and pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone. Is a theme that kind of just Mm. sits through everything, doesn't it? Because Mm. we need that resilience, don't we?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And as you you said, you know, being in a relationship, we've got this misconception that we should feel good and safe and secure all the time with our partner. That's not possible. Mm. Your partner can't give you everything. Mm -hmm. You do have to fill up your own cup. And then as a couple, you... You know, you connect mm. about what's happening for you. How do you experience that? And there might be many things that you don't connect on, but there might be many things you do connect on. But I can't emphasize that enough of, of, about um, being aware of your unresolved childhood beliefs that really aren't working for you anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: And and that's where getting professional help would certainly Absolutely. help. Um, yeah, yeah. So what are the signs you look? would someone look for um, so to recognise that there's something there I need to deal with that I've been avoiding through most of my life?
2: You know when you get a trigger in your gut feeling, you know, mm. a feeling, ooh, something's not right, I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm not feeling safe, I've got to get out of here. Um, there's something there that really has triggered that, Some something somebody said, or or somebody their energy, or all sorts of things could be triggering that. It's it's hard to know, but um, generally it's a feeling, or even just one word a voice, a smell Mm -hmm. something that will trigger a childhood unresolved stuff. Is that answer? Yeah, so okay,
1: and and they could as you say, speak to their GP or trusted friend or yeah. advisor, a, a counsellor
0: or um,
1: something. Yeah, yeah and even
2: the, a good family member, yeah.
0: Mm. And I think another another piece of advice that was given to me as well is the thing that you want to avoid doing the most yes. is often a really good clue as to mm. what you need mm. to deal with next. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's a bit like me coming on.
0: <laughs> but you did it. You did it. You're doing you a fantastic job. Thank you, Maggie. Um, yeah, it is. You you often, like you're saying, though, you are far more aware than you allow yourself to be. It's just that those the things that are coming up for you are often quite um, painful, they're um, confronting, and we don't like those feelings, do we? So we want to kind of avoid them. Mm. But in there is the clue as to what we have to do next.
2: Yes, mm. it is. It is a stepping out of your comfort zone and stretching Yourself Mm. um, and getting to know the shadow side of yourself because we've all got it Mm -hmm. and we don't like it. uh, But when you really look at why, why now I I wondered why am I feeling so vulnerable about coming on to talk to you guys? You know, I know you're well, but because I feel exposed. Mm -hmm. I feel vulnerable. And the little girl in me who was always shy and with, uh, three or four other siblings. Um, I wanted to hide a lot of the time, you know, because we're always getting into trouble. So I was a good girl who mm-hmm. hid, mm-hmm. and and so mm-hmm. I feel that by still doing that, I'll be safe. I'll be won't have to expose myself, but. When you guys asked me to come back again because I was popular, that <laughs> did not resonate. <laughs> but it got you. You, but right? you did it. You did it.
1: <laughs> and, and you overcame those feelings to come on, which is great.
2: Which I, I got a message the other day. You've got to stand up and deliver. Uh-huh. And I thought, look, I've just got to do that. It's something I don't like, but it is showing my vulnerability and – if I can, you can.
1: Yeah. And this is this whole thing that if you're feeling lonely, we've given quite a few suggestions as to things you can do. Ultimately, though, yep. it gets back to you as an individual deciding to yes. take action. Whatever yes. that action is, yep. the first step, will, you know, whether it's reaching out to someone to go yep. for a coffee, whether it's going for a walk in nature, whatever it is, mm-hmm. take action. Don't just wallow in your
0: self-pity and say, yes. Whoa, woe is
1: me. Yeah. Especially
0: when we've uh, hopefully highlighted to some degree that there is there's some real consequences, you know, drastic health, consequences. Yeah. yeah, health consequences and emotional, physical that, you know, loneliness is actually going to cause. So I guess to me that's kind of the biggest takeout that we've had today is mm. like this is serious stuff, yeah. you know, and, and, and it seems to be affecting more and more people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I think – we're. Unfortunately, running out of time. Yeah. Maggie, is there anything else you want to say before Um, we um, wrap it up?
2: I've got a little bit of information here. I'll just quickly tell me to shut up if I've gone on too long. Eleven things to do if you're feeling lonely. One is start with small talk. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two is hang out with like-minded people. Three is get active. And that could be, you know, just um, joining or a basketball group or watching a game going to a game jump online I'm not sure whether I like that one but that could cause a <laughs> problems in itself uh, give yes a go say yes to everything back yourself to a so- fly f- fly solo uh, don't get don't feel uh, comfortable asking someone out for a hang or a, a connection sit with feelings of loneliness that could be a good topic write it down Hang out with some non-humans. Yes, Animals, yeah. about. Do some volunteering and get some support if you need it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All good advice. Excellent.
0: Thank you. Well, I think that's it.
1: Thank you, Maggie. We really appreciate you... Um, Coming on, and it was a massive
0: topic to, to yeah. try and it's condense huge. into it's one hour. A bit, huge um, topic. Um, and and, and yeah.
1: Hopefully, it, this has contributed to the um, what shall we say, the body of knowledge that's out there yeah. this week, dealing yeah. in men's health week, dealing with this whole yeah. issue of men and um, loneliness and, and um, their
2: well being and yeah. their mental, physical, and emotional well being.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Well, look, um. Uh, information and links about our uh, shows are available from the Radio Karam website, which is radiocarum.org, or via our Facebook page, which is at Men With Spirit. And uh, our shows are available on all the major podcast platforms within a day or so of broadcasting. If you want to attend any of our Men with Spirit gatherings, event details, including how to register, are also on our Men with Spirit Facebook page or you can email us at connect at menwithspirit.com.au. And locally we meet in Frankston, usually every Monday evening. Uh, The work of Radio Caram wouldn't be possible without the generous support of our Radio Caram sponsors for whom we are very grateful and... um, Details of how to contact uh, Margaret Loffler will also be available on our Facebook page, and we'll include um, Margaret's um, uh, playlist of music uh, Mm -hmm. there as a link as well. Uh, Just to finish up, uh, before we get on to the music, Steve, do you have anything you want to uh, wrap wrap up on?
0: No, um, just again, just Grateful for your time, uh, Maggie, and your insights and just just the realisation this is, you know, this is a pretty big problem that we need to be looking mm. at as mm. a collective. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, as we begun the show with saying it's a silent killer, I was blown away with that term. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a, a real problem. Uh, Maggie you've uh, why have you chosen um, a new day has come by Celine Dion as the song that another song that means a lot to you
2: yes well look every day is a new beginning a new day to new day to step up a, a, another beginning or another day to step up you know have a go don't give up you know keep getting up and keep growing up
1: <laughs> good on you it's a great choice. Okay, everyone, uh, until next time, be true to yourself. Bye bye.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Hello, I'm Con.
2: And I'm
3: Stubb. And, and we're we are Eddie Nucky. Nucky.
0: You're listening to
3: Radio Caram.
0: If you're Doug Caram,
1: just, just, call, Mitchell, or or in in Lakes, just call Mitchell
3: Tall. Or Ed Patterson Lace, just call Mitchell Tall.
1: Anywhere Bayside Just call Mitchell Tall
3: Buy a a summer house
0: Just just call
1: Mitchell
3: Tall Mitchell Tall Tall tall. Real estate Oh yeah, a little little real real estate estate. We want more (laughs) (laughs) We've done it One take